I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following podcast contains adult themes, sexual content and strong language. Basically, all the good stuff. And welcome to My Dad Wrote a Porno. It's the penultimate episode of Series 4. I can't quite believe it. We're reading Chapter 12 of My Dad Wrote a Porno. Alice and James, how are you feeling? You're saying it with disbelief. <laughs> Relief. Relief, is that what I'm detecting? Relief, yes, okay, that's fine. what it is. I think a lot of people are starting to share Alice's view mainly that they don't really know what's going on anymore. Right. Sorry, are you guys telling me I'm right for the first time <laughs> no. ever? No. Oh. It's not that complicated. There's a spy in Steels. Yes. Belinda's on the case trying to solve it. She's recruited James Spooner to try and figure it out. The suspects are Belinda, Bella, Giselle and Maeve. No, I think there's more suspects than that because we know that the special one's woman because we were at the Bish headquarters, but I don't think Spooner knows that. Oh. You mean genuine suspects? I mean reader suspects. This is what we call dramatic irony. Oh my we, God. as the reader slash listener, know something that the characters in the book don't. Okay, then fine. Yeah, it's quite complicated. <laughs> so guys, what have you been up to this week? Anything exciting? Um, I hosted an award ceremony last night. Uh, James, anything that you've been doing? <laughs> oh yeah, who was there? Um, Florence the Machine. Oh. Actually, she didn't bring the machine. She just brought a man on the harp. Sure. Um, which I think is when like Florence is travelling light. Uh, also, Beth Ditto of Gossip. Fame. Love her. Love. She'd be a good Mistress Sweet Juice, wouldn't she, <gasps> in the movie? She would. We should chat to her about that. Did you not mention that? I didn't, actually, in the small talk. No, it was just kind of, <laughs> hi, nice to meet you. It felt almost inappropriate, but now you've said it, perhaps it was a great way to uh, make her acquaintance. <laughs> what did you say she called you? She called me a classy bitch. <laughs> She is Mistress Sweet Juice. <laughs> I think it's because I was drinking sparkling water out of a wine glass. So uh, keeping it clean. Yeah, she had clean me living down. Levine, look at yeah. you. But the reason I bring it up is because was I had to show off. Yeah, was to show off uh, primarily, <laughs> uh, but also to bring it back to our reason for being here is because I had to conduct an auction, much like the asses and donkeys. No, oh my god! Fundraiser. What was the charity? It wasn't like the asses and donkeys. Yeah, trust. what was the prize? There were very few members of staff auctioned off for sex purposes. <laughs> so what was your style? You were like, "Hello, is it right to Well, it was all very high tech because it's on iPads, so I had to just keep badgering them and being like, "I know you're enjoying your beef Wellington, sir, but if you could just pick up your iPad and make a bid." And I was like, to do bants where I was like, you know, like, oh, table 56, we know you're cheap. But obviously, I don't know anybody that sat at the tables. So maybe they are really cheap. I don't it was know. Simon Cowell, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> did you, what, what did you do? Uh, I had a nice soup. Oh. Played on the PlayStation. You've got to stop being a gamer. I bought a PlayStation a couple of weeks ago. I'm loving it. That Spider Man game is amazing. Spider Man game, Fortnite. Have you heard of Fortnite? Mm. No. <laughs> I can tell by that black look on your face. What's that about? It's You've got like two a... weeks to do what? No, it's yeah. I don't know why it's called Fortnite, but you're on a you're on an island. You're dropped on an island and you're playing online with other gamers. And I'm so shit at it. I die every time. And one time I ended up in a game with this like twelve year old boy, right. and he was just teaching me the game. And I was like, this is so weird. Online gaming's weird. Do you know what? It's so weird you say that because a friend of mine did the very same thing, possibly the same twelve year old boy. But he was saying that 
it would be really annoying because he'd get called to go for his tea or his mum would say like, oh, you've got to come mm. and do your chores or whatever. And at one point in the background of his, I heard his sister come in or something. She was like, oh, for fuck's sake. I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I want to <laughs> physically talking to them. You can hear them. Yeah. yeah. You wear headsets and you talk on microphones. That's interesting. So my pal heard them being like, Mark, get off that console and come and do the washing up. Like, literally, like, know about their lives. One of you has done the shits and the Tyler. Disgusting. Um, that's, um, that's a meme, uh, if anyone doesn't know what that was. Sorry. I should probably preface that. That was a meme. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very famous one, Alice. You've probably seen it. I actually have. That's one of the three that I've seen. It is so weird, though, isn't it? I mean, you yeah. would just knock on some random door and be like, can I play with your kid, please? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Hiya, do you want to play Jenga? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Could Carl come out? Um, to be fair, I've only ended up in that situation once and was like, I'm not doing that again. So now me and my friend like just stay in our own little team. Yeah. Belinda Blink did make a good game, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so. Just to shag around mazes and stuff. Yeah, it's all set in like steals pots and pans. Mm. And it's like a big immersive world where you can go to the maze and you can go to the... What are the other locations in the book? Forces of Knightsbridge. Exactly. You like win tokens to like buy riding gear. Collect all the dildos at Epsom Hall with the Duchess. Like coins in Sonic the Hedgehog. All those rings that just like jump through. Yeah. Great. I think we're on something. Well, as it's the penultimate chapter, why break with tradition? Um, (laughs) What happened last time? (laughs) Okay. So last time we had Helga and Belinda meeting, although Helga was dressed as a crone. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have really benefited from the crone hag clarification. So well done, you two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, glad to be of service. And then Spooner was following them. With a gun, we should say. With a gun. Came to their hotel room and then they realised that they're all on the same team and then they started fucking. They had a threesome. On the coffee table, not on the bed. <laughs> of course. Very <laughs> important detail. And that's how we left them. But of course, this chapter is called A Factory Visit. Yes. So one would assume that, you know, we'll be... Visiting a factory. I mean, it's chapter titles like that that just make you want to keep reading, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, they're not erotic per se, are they? I'm excited to visit the factory, though, and I'm really hoping in this one we meet um, Slints. Professor Slints. What do you think he's going to look like? Well, I think the description you said to me was quite accurate. What, like curly hair? Yeah. Thick circular glasses? Like the Weetos man. Exactly, kind of folding on top, that sort of <laughs> monk hairdo. Uh, small, uh, but squat. Yeah. Wearing probably a white coat, lab coat. Yeah, I think what we're thinking is very sexy, you okay. know. <laughs> yeah. A raw scientist masculinity. Got you. Okay, right. We're going in. Belinda Blinked 4, Chapter 12. A factory visit. James Spooner changed suits. He hated the smell of stale semen. (laughs) It does stink. It stinks when it's fresh. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's got someone... We're straight no, in. Fucking someone hell. wants... Um, we were making pancakes once. And oh my God, where's this guy? And my friend was like, smell this. Have you ever smelled batter? No. Jizz. It smells like jizz. Really? Really strong. Really badly. I'll make you some. No, you're quite Please all right. Uh, also, who's jizz? Yours? Well, they call jizz baby batter as well, don't they? That's where it comes from. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, James Spooner changed soon. <laughs> Next time you're cooking pancakes or Yorkshire puddings, have a sniff. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay. I like the idea that he hates it, but some people love it. Yeah, right, so yeah. doesn't he say that it's, it's just not for him? He hated the smell of stale semen. Mm. 
And no matter how careful one was, you always felt that a few splashes would linger in a visible place. That's a bitch, isn't it, to get out? I always get it on my clothes, like, not jizz, but like, I'll drop, <laughs> you know when you drop something on your jeans and everyone's like, oh, hey, hey, yeah. oh, hey. Really inappropriately as well, at, like work and things. Like, what are you suggesting? I've masturbated in my jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Was there previous for that or? <laughs> I feel like I have loads of jizz stories right early on. Yeah, that's two. Let's see how many more we've got. <laughs> Chalk them up. <laughs> Helga had slipped away, as was customary by critters of her vocation line. Pardon? Eh? Helga had slipped away, as was customary by critters of her vocation line. Every, every time you got a little quiver in the voice. <laughs> it's just such a, I mean, it's weirdly written for a start, but also it doesn't really lend itself to being read out loud. Helga has slipped away. Helga has slipped away. Helga has slipped away. <laughs> what, like what? What tense are we in? Helga has slipped away, as was customary by cri- by critters critters of her vocation line. Basically, she's she's left a, the room. A, <laughs> she's left the building. But she's FBI, so you just right. disappear, don't you? Like you oh, don't linger. Oh right, you're okay. gone, aren't you? You're just like you're in the shadows. So what was the point in her being there in the first place? What on earth was the point in that meeting? Belinda was still sleeping. Despite it being 6.24 in the morning. Wake up, Belinda. You've got stuff to do. Those pots and pans will not sell themselves. But there was no time for more playfulness, as it was the day of the factory visit. Belinda walked into the large industrial doors. (laughs) 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 Belinda walked into the large industrial doors with authority, reflective of her rank. Doing it with authority is even worse. <laughs> but her professionalism was burst like an overpumped lilo. The moment. <laughs> you know the sort. I feel like Rocky's had experience of that. <laughs> he, he always, whenever we went camping as a kid, which was quite often, he would always overpump that fucking lilo. Well, you like rock hard. Oh, I see. Mm. I was going to say, how'd you overpump a lilo? It never popped, though. Um, but Belinda's professionalism was burst like an overpumped lilo the moment she saw her bosom gal pals Giselle and Bella. All the suspects are in one place. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. What are they doing there? They were always going to go to the factory, the factory visit, visit, weren't they? Oh, suddenly Alice knows what's happening. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe I'm the special one. <laughs> Giselle and Bella. We're back together. Yeah. She shouted. They all shrieked. <laughs> <laughs> that professionalism is out the window. Ah! Can you imagine? Can it work? <laughs> they all shrieked, <laughs> formed a little circle and sang. Oh, okay. What do we say? It's sing? literally like Hocus Pocus. There is a bit in Hocus Pocus where the three Sanderson witches like <laughs> dance in a circle. I've never seen it. Oh, it's so good. It's is so it? good. So they all shrieked, formed a little circle and sang. G for gin, T for tonic, R6 titties are supersonic. We we don't mind men, we don't like fuss. We're the glee team, come and get us. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay, right. Send that to all of our phones so that we can sing along. <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah, could we get the lyrics? Yeah, get the lyrics to us. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. so we're all going to do it together? Yeah, send them to us. Okay. Okay, we have yeah. the lyrics. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll cue us in, all right? Okay. They all shrieked, formed a little circle and sang. 
G for gin, T for tonic, our six titties are supersonic. We don't mind men, we don't like fuss, we're the Glee team, come and get us! When did they make this song? When did they prepare this little ditty? You don't usually have to say our six titties. No. But good to have a little kind of inventory there. We don't mind men. We don't like fuss. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very important distinction. I I feel like that's going to be the anthem of a generation. (laughs) So, they bumped bottoms and flew their hands in the air, fluttering their fingers like falling raindrops. Ooh, beautiful. (laughs) What the fuck are they doing? A miniature cough broke the joyousness. (laughs) Miniature. (laughs) And the women look down at a smallish, white-coated... It's Slins! ...grey-bearded gent. Oh, he's got a beard. I didn't, didn't expect a beard. Or maybe, actually, a kind of close beard. Good morning, Frau Sylvester oh. and Fräulein Ridley and Blumenthal. I am the eminent Professor Slintz. It's... <laughs> Okay, all right. <laughs> With the spirit of your grandma, apparently, within. Inventor extraordinaire of steels, pots and pens. Is he... Is, is he Jim? What, where is he from? He is whoever I fucking wanted to be, all right. <laughs> Two chapters left, let him have it. <laughs> Please follow me for your Access All Areas tour. <laughs> oh, wow. Now he's very English. Of our, <laughs> of our wonderful factory. <laughs> oh, he said wonderful, so he must be German. <laughs> it's Great. about with a V. <laughs> <laughs> a fluttering honeybee of an Irish lilt eh? broke the forthright-handedness. <gasps> okay, sorry, please help. Maeve. And what did she break? The, forthright- the forthright-handedness. Forthright <laughs> she, oh, she broke through she the, broke th- the so, familiarity, does that mean? No. Uh, um, the forthrightness. He's just put the word hand in there for some forthright. <laughs> forthright. But who was being forthright? The uh, oh, Slint. Slint. Was he being particularly forthright? Well, he's just kind of command. He was taking control. But the, the, but the honeybee's about to cut through it. It must be Maeve. Please don't start without me. It said. The Glee team flicked their ponytails in unison. Oh come on! As they swivelled to see little Maeve. From Steele's reception desk, totter towards them. What? Dressed as a honeybee, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Bee costume. (laughs) What is she doing there? What is she doing there? Well, James, what was she doing there? (laughs) (laughs) It was all Bella could do to keep her tongue from polishing the tiles. Her mouth was so wide open and shook. And shook. shook. (laughs) Bella was shook. Bella was shooketh. In shook. Maeve barged past Bella, past Giselle, and even past Belinda, cocking an outstretched hand to the wizened clever clogs. They like to be called clever clogs. Clever clog eye. Clever cloggy. Cloggy. Maeve's got very confident all of a sudden, hasn't mm. she? But that's what they're saying. Now I understand the forthrighted handedness. Oh, that, that's was what that she, her? She's bloody knocked oh. it for six, hasn't she? You must be Professor Slintz, she said with determined plainness. Slintz viewed the newest arrival as the leaf of her homeland 
and so couldn't believe his luck. What does that mean, sorry? Yeah, what? Slints viewed the newest arrival as the leaf of her homeland and so couldn't believe his luck. So what you've done is just repeat it, haven't you? You haven't really given me any insight. <laughs> what okay. is the leaf of Republic of Ireland? Um, oh, the shamrock! Right. Which is the four-leaved clover. Right. The luck of the Irish. Oh, sh- oh he saw her as lucky. As lucky. Right. No, couldn't believe his luck. Yeah, because he saw her as... A lucky, lucky shamrock, so he couldn't believe it. Oh. That being his luck. <laughs> right, okay. Yes, that makes sense because he said, four lovely ladies to show off to. Oh. Mm. Oh, he must be lonely up there in the factory designing the pots and pans. <laughs> <laughs> Surely he's not designing them. Surely there's a design team. He must be coming up with the technology. You wouldn't get a top professor to be like, oh, do you know what? I think a chrome handle. Yeah, he isn't working alone. He's not like Dick Van Dyke and Chichi Chichi Bang Bang just on his own in some weird shit. That's kind of how I imagine it, though. I don't know Oh, why. really? Yeah. Okay. Truly scrumptious. <laughs> Four lovely ladies to show off to. It beat his previous life, fashioning cauldrons on the streets of Hanover. Cauldrons? Eh. He's a professor in cauldrons. His previous life, what, in medieval times? <laughs> yeah. Fashioning cauldrons on the streets of Hanover, he thought. Oh, so that is Germany. So someone headhunted him from having bought a cauldron and they thought, that's bloody good, that. So he's, he can fashion it well. Yeah. And they thought you could be the lead inventor for Europe's second largest distributor of pots and pans. Yeah, of course. Pots Where else do you think they find them? Yeah, logical. The streets. <laughs> the streets of Hanover. <laughs> okay, girlies, now we start. Girlies. I would take oh umbrage with that. Yeah. Are you excited, Alice? We're going to go on a tour of a factory. We're going to go room by room, aren't we? We are. We are <laughs> going to go floor by, by bloody floor. We, there will not be an inch of this factory we don't see in this we'll chapter. We'll start with the handles. <laughs> we'll end with the lids. I'd be able... Oh, we will end with the lids. <laughs> I will be able to sketch this factory, every single part of it, by the end of this chapter. In fact, let's get a pen and paper. We're yeah. going to map it as we go. Okay. Oh, he's got a right bag of tricks down here. Has he? There you go. Okay, we're ready. Okay. So they've been in a room. because okay. so, so Belinda oh, walked those... through those big doors, didn't she? Yes, yeah, so do the doors. So Great. she's walked into those. Um, then they were in, an, in another room okay. where they met Slints. Yes, okay. okay. Um, and so girlies now v start. Great, okay. As they walked through the thick metal doors, some more doors. <laughs> <Do you> want... <laughs> thick doors. <laughs> it's very well protected. Belinda was fascinated by her surroundings. The largish laboratory, so large-ish. large-ish. Is this to scale? You're doing it? Yeah, bear with you. You should be able to build it from this. <laughs> it's like Grand Designs, look at that. <laughs> the large-ish laboratory was bursting with life. Put lots of stick people in there. Okay, got it. And she could see pots and pans <laughs> scattered all over various benches. Okay, benches. We will post this on Instagram afterwards. Of course. Mm. I'm just doing a light scattering of pots and pans. Okay, yeah, good. Just, what, just like on the floor? Well, they're on the benches, so I've done oh, them yeah, on the benches. Yeah, they're on the benches, James. Okay. Listen, please. Sorry. Thank God you've got this map, because I'm already <laughs> lost. They're in the trenches, they're on the benches. <laughs> she could see pots and pans scattered all over various benches, with technicians... Busily turning on jets of flame. Oh, wait. Oh, God. Bloody hell, all right. <laughs> jets of flame? Do they mean just like hobs? She's such a swat. I'm such a swat. She's got a tongue sticking out. I'll literally <laughs> never live it down if I don't do this right. Carry on, she'll catch up. 
various technicians busily turning on jets of flame and burning out their centres. Of the pans? Mm. Oh, so they, t- they like, testing the mm, heat maybe. resistance of pots and pans? Of metal, different types of metals, maybe. Okay. Oh, right, yeah. Non-stick see- tin. Precisely. She had always admired factory workers and their specialist skill sets. Patronising bitch. But then she choked on her praise. There, in amongst the workforce... And behind a blowtorch was Agent Helga. What? Disguised as a welder. (laughs) (laughs) Dressed as a crow. (laughs) God's sake, what's she doing now? What is she playing at? Helga is so annoying. Why is she always there? Helga, why don't you just get back to your other investigation that you were supposed to be doing? Helga flashed Belinda an eye that said, Don't notice me. Don't bother me. I'm welding. <laughs> a classic way of getting noticed. <laughs> yeah. Behind the flame of a plotal. <laughs> Don't notice me. Don't bother me. <laughs> I'm busy. And it was an eye Belinda immediately understood. This was what deep cover looked like. And it was turning her on. <laughs> I mean, she noticed us straight away. So it's not deep cover, is it? But I guess if you didn't know what Agent Helga looked like, you'd just think, oh, it's a welder. How long has she been working there to get this level of deep cover? Does she flip between Amsterdam and the steel <laughs> factory? Point. Yeah. Every other fucking welder's Is she going, flying in every morning? <laughs> it's kind of the level of disguise that your dad was in that time he came to our show. Oh, my God, yeah. Have we talked about that? I don't know if we have for a while. I mean, he dyed his hair mm. a shade darker than it usually is. Yes. Which made it kind of ginger because he's... Got grey hair. A bit ginge. And then he wore those wraparound kind of Oakley-style sports sunglasses. <laughs> yes. A very busy shirt. And a Panama hat. And a Panama hat. He couldn't have looked more conspicuous. Also, <laughs> no one knows what you look like, so you are your own disguise. <laughs> My mum was so fucking livid that day. Do you remember? She was like, look at him. <laughs> he dyed his hair. Think about that process. He takes his anonymity very seriously. <laughs> Clearly. Well, he did have that look in his eye that said, don't notice me, don't bother me. <laughs> It's a bloody giveaway. (laughs) He knows that look well. This is what deep cover looked like. And it was turning her on like a spin wash at 40 degrees. What year is it? What what women sit on a tumble dryer and get off these days? It's not like 1931. (laughs) Do they even have tumble dryers? (laughs) Early ye olde tumble dryer. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp Online Therapy. Now, we don't always realise just how much our negative thoughts and experiences stick with us and weigh us down. You might find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mum does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. 
Maybe it's time to get all of this off your chest. And I'm sorry about what I said last week, James. Um, whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. And that's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it. So your internal highlight wheel can focus on the good stuff. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mydad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash my dad. Now, as you is all employees of the company, I shall introduce you to the top secret untold wonder <gasps> that is the Tri Oxy Brillo Range. <gasps> This is the moment. This is what I believe. Right, so everyone in that room, th- those five women, one of those is the special one and wants to see the Trioxy Brillo <laughs> so range. Belinda. Bella. Bella. Giselle. Giselle. Helga. Helga. Gotta be a suspect now. And She's Maeve. Just and, fo- Maeve. and Maeve. Fuck. One of them is not supposed to see what he's about to show. <laughs> oh. What if this whole time the Trioxy Brillo range is really underwhelming and, <laughs> and, and Flint is like... We put some glitter on the pan handle. <laughs> the try means three for two. What? That's the massive discovery and development. I shall introduce you to the top secret untold wonder that is the try oxy brillo range. He said, the women were salivating. <laughs> as Slints shuffled over to the life-sized safe in the corner of the room. <laughs> Any safe is life-sized, What do you mean? Surely. Yeah, what's like, what does that mean? Um, it's hard to draw if I don't a know. A life-sized safe. So, like, maybe a safe that you have in, like, a hotel room, but it's life-sized. But what do you mean by life-sized? Do you mean human-sized? I was going to say, one in a hotel room Dog is size. life-sized. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just in proportion for what size it should be. It's still life-sized, though. Um, True to life. I can't help you then. I think he means like a big safe, like okay. a Alice. It's open to your interpretation. I've made it quite big. Wow! <laughs> Let's see. It's like half the size of the room. Big. So it's a walk-in safe. <laughs> yeah, it's life-sized. Slints entered the combination and opened the door. Gold light flooded out from within <laughs> as the women gawped in awe. I'm going to put some like light beams coming out of it, maybe. Okay. This is some of my best work. Welcome to the future of pots and pens. <gasps> He's doing a lot of bloody build-up. This better be good. The professor proclaimed. Brushing aside A2 sheets of graph paper containing the intricate blueprints, Professor Slints selected a deep saucepan from the sparse collection of gold leaf prototypes. Gold leaf. That that is literally it, isn't it? (laughs) It's gold leaf. So not even gold plated, because gold leaf, that's going to flake off, famously. Why? What is gold leaf? What, that's what you stick on to things, isn't it? And then it comes off. Oh. We don't use it for things that you're going to, like, put soup in and heat it up, do you? (laughs) Try oxyprenum. It's got gold leaf on it. This is so Jazzy. upsetting. I you literally you said glitter. It. You called it. <laughs> oh my God. 
Oh, oh hang on. Uh, oh, no, wait. I think that's all it is. Is the big thing that it's deep? The Glee team and Maeve gasped in wonderment as he set it onto a metal tabletop. Next, Professor Slints took from the wall-mounted spice rack a larger-than-a-litre test tube full to the brim of the highest-quality Scotland Highland spring water. Vatch, he said. Okay, I bet you £100 million pounds that mm. he pours the liquid into the pan and it turns into something else. <laughs> you think that's what the trioxybrilla rage does? It's going to turn it into gold or turn it into... Or treacle. Treacle. <laughs> Either gold or golden treacle. Okay. Prof Slints took the test tube between his four and ring fingers. Four and ring fingers. Well, that's like five that. fingers. No, four, four fingers. Oh, his forefinger his and four his finger r- like ring finger. That's very hard to do. <laughs> that's like that. You need the thumb in there somewhere. No, don't you? you're doing it wrong. That's oh. your forefinger and that's oh. your ring finger, like that. <laughs> okay, you literally can't really do so that. It's your second and your like fourth fingers as a little like. <laughs> Try and pick as a anyth- plier Try and pick thing. anything up with your four. I'm and- going to try and pick this glass up. Oh, that is not easy. Oh. Try and pick your phone up. <laughs> oh, God. It feels so weird. People at home listening, try and pick a phone up with your four and your... Oh, God. Your forefinger and your ring finger. Your second and your fourth. Prof Slints took the test tube between his four and ring fingers <laughs> and poured the Scottish Highland spring water into the pan. Upon making contact with the base, it immediately started to bubble and boil. Um, <gasps> what? Self-heating pans. <laughs> it immediately boiled. <laughs> it's a microwave pan. <laughs> it's great for mold wine. Even a microwave doesn't immediately boil, so it's had a, it's had a, a chemical reaction to the surface of the pan. Right. <laughs> right. One hundred degrees like this. He laughed as he snapped his thumb and middle finger. Thumb and middle. Oh, oh that's click. normal. Click. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm so suspicious now. He clicked. He clicked. So that's the special thing about the trioxy relay. That's rage. the technology that they're trying to protect. It's pretty fucking good technology. That is amazing. Fair. You wouldn't waste it on a pan, famously. <laughs> Why? What would you use it with? That's like new science. You're not using that on your next frying pan. Well, he must have learnt a lot on the streets of Hanover. You're so indoctrinated. Do you hear what he said? What else would you use it for? <laughs> But can I not like what else would you want? Spaceships? <laughs> An electric blanket? <laughs> When's that going to come in useful? I guess if you were like camping or... No, you guys, you're, you're, you're not appreciating what a massive, <laughs> massive breakthrough this is. There's some technology where when water hits the surface of this metal, it immediately boils. Like, that's insane. Like, that's like the future. Why are you saying camping? How's it the future, though? No one's like, no one's have, trying to do that. Have you they? ever heard of that? It's not even on a heat source. Should Dad be patenting this right now? No, but why no, aren't you more impressed? It. It's a pan on a table yeah. that's just boiling. I know, but I wouldn't want that. Like, if I put my soup in the pan... No, it's because the apocalypse hasn't come yet, James. Think beyond your soup. <laughs> <laughs> we could heat the world. Oh, my God. We could heat the world. <laughs> doesn't need any more heating. Thank you very much. That's true. Self-heating pans in three seconds. <laughs> I give you... The Tri-Oxy-Brillo-Lange. Yes, we know what it's called. Thank you. He's getting you. frantic, isn't he? Oh, and look. Dad, the tri oxy Three seconds. Try. Oh. oh. He actually thought about this. It's quite cute. 
After a few moments, the Glee team and Maeve burst into applause. (laughs) Professor Slints bowed, and when his head travelled back to 90 degrees... (laughs) The Glee team were totally naked. <gasps> That's a kind of tri oxybrillo technology of their own. <laughs> One bow, three seconds, close off. <laughs> so when his head travelled back to 90 degrees, the Glee team were totally naked. Belinda spoke first. The lioness leader of the pack she was. Professor, we are low urchins. And you are cleverer than Einstein. Please insert your DNA into us. <gasps> oh my God, that is puke-worthy. <laughs> the half-moon spectacles of Professor Slints became foggy with desire. Of course he's wearing half-moon spectacles. Do they even make half-moon spectacles anymore? <laughs> it's not like Harry Potter. <laughs> he could feel his little one get a bit bigger inside his undergarments. Oh, oh. don't call it his little, little one. one. And a bit bigger. <laughs> Just got a semi. It's all he can muster. <laughs> oh God! His monobrillo range in there. <laughs> His little chub. My, it had been a while. Designing market-smashing cookware takes its toll on the private life. Cue <laughs> 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 <Q-violence. laughs> violins. Yeah, totally. Giselle continued. Yes, Mister Prof. Prof. Mister Prof. Prof. <laughs> this makes me ashamed to be a woman. <laughs> Yes, Mr. Prof. 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 What are you talking about, you stupid woman? <laughs> yes, Mr. Prof. Prof. Proffer me your sword of enlightenment. What are they talking about? Sword of enlightenment? More like a pencil of <laughs> doom. Oh, God. And an Ikea pencil at that. But yeah, one of those little short ones. <laughs> oh. that you have to constantly sharpen. Slints gulped. His little rascal was throbbing by now. Oh. And he fa- Why is he using such cute terminology for it? <laughs> his little rascal was throbbing by now, and he thanked all above us all for his long white coat. All oh, to above- hide it. To hide the little hamster or whatever it's called. <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> little rascal. But what did he thank? All um, above us all. Above all us. above us all. He thanked all above us all <laughs> for his long white coat. Bella finished the three-pronged seduction. Yes, Mr Brain. Oh. Let's be having you. Mr. Brain. Mr. Brain. <laughs> Pinky Bella, in the brain. We've missed you. <laughs> yes, Mr. Brain. <laughs> Mrs. Brain left a long time ago, didn't she, Bella? <laughs> Mrs. Brain got a divorce and never came back and took the kids. <laughs> Widowed from Mrs. Brain. Oh, God. (laughs) Yes, Mr. Brain, let's be having you. That was it. Slints threw his coat asunder and pulled out his salmon-coloured cock. Oh, God. Fucking hell. Get that checked. Oh, no. Cooked or raw? (laughs) Cooked or raw? Smoked. Oh, God. Why oh. is it so pink? Why is it so pink? Why is it so fresh off the boat? Oh my god! <laughs> it's fresh off the bone. <laughs> oh, it just flaked away. <laughs> oh no, oh. no, none of that. None of that. We've had that. <laughs> so, slints through his coat asunder and pulled out his salmon-coloured cock. Oh, mm. still tin in the stomach. The girls fluttered their eyelashes before pouncing. It's a salmon supper. <laughs> <laughs> 
potted salmon. <laughs> <laughs> My nanny used to make tinned salmon sandwiches when we were kids. Oh, God. It yeah. brings a whole new meaning to them now, doesn't it? <laughs> it's going to be a salmon pate by the end. Pulverised. It wasn't long before the whole factory was a pit of sin. Oh, wait a sec. Let me get to the... Yeah, make the pit of sin. Okay, the whole factory. Cover it in jizz. Belinda was ripping down the overalls of a packaging engineer. (laughs) The guy's like, I'm just trying to do my job, love. Do you mind? Where do you think they are? Because the packaging engineers can't be with the technicians in the lab. Maybe they've all just flocked to the lab. What, from from everyone else from the the rest of the building? No, I think they've flocked into, like, maybe the main warehouse. Oh, okay. Okay, one second. (laughs) I mean, no one gives a shit apart from Alice. Only because she's got a job now and she thinks it's dead important. Belinda was ripping down the overalls of a packaging engineer, sucking and teasing his purposeless nipples. <laughs> Cosmail. <laughs> Good knowledge, Rocky. Thank you, Daddy. Hey, he knows the male body, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Professor Slint was licking Giselle's lid spotless. Oh, God. Licking the lid. That gives a whole new meaning to having a yoghurt, doesn't it? <laughs> Do you want to lick the lid? Oh, those papaya slivers. <gasps> Professor Slintz was licking Giselle's lid spotless and Bella was on her knees, clutching for everything she could get. <laughs> Bella's crawling around the floor. She's such a bottom her. feeder. Poor Bella. It was a magical environment. It doesn't sound it. <laughs> the factory had been operating at a high turnover rate and the deliverables had been getting overwhelming. This was just the type of relaxation any business was obliged to provide to the whole team. Yes. And they were glad of it. Yes. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Suddenly, Spooner bounded into the factory room. Did somebody call IT support? <laughs> Still keeping up that pretense. <laughs> he yelled as he unclasped his braces. Teeth or trouser? <laughs> I think trouser. Did somebody call IT support? No. The congregation of orgy participants cheered as he ripped off his clothing. Bella joked at him in between the cocks of production director George McIntosh (laughs) and Neil Macduff from Quality Control. (laughs) New character alert. (laughs) Production director George McIntosh and Neil Macduff from Quality Control. Oh my God, so she's got two cocks in her hand and she's going at him like they're... Others. Well, if we did spoons, we'd be on hold with the help desk for three and a half hours waiting to get our issue resolved. Laughed Bella. Come here, you big-breasted beauty. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> I'll give you a first contract resolution, all right. Oh, God. Can we not use all these gross business euphemisms? Just speak normally. Mm. Spoons squeezed in next to Macduff and Macintosh. (laughs) As Bella licked and tickled her way through the trilogy. Oh, Oh my God. It's not quite Lord of the Rings, is it? No. The Three Dick trilogy. Fucking hell. This is the trioxy version of, well... The dicks. Yeah. The The (laughs) trioxy. Oh, I knew there was something in that. That was was some real collaboration there. By now, Belinda was sitting on Slintz's dinky face, being around. <laughs> Those half moons, God knows where they've gone. Dinky face. He's either got a big head with like the face just in the middle, mm. or he's got a little pea head. By now, Belinda was sitting on Slintz's dinky face, <laughs> being aroused by his millions of grey whiskers, each with a mind of its own. Wow. That's horrid. <laughs> 
Giselle was having her way with a burly colander puncher. I'm sorry, I what? beg your what? Not a job. A burly colander puncher? Not a job. <laughs> colander puncher? Well, who's going to punch those holes in those colanders? Come on. A machine? <laughs> Talk about giving the trades back to the tradesmen. <laughs> yeah. How do you spell colander? C-O-L-A-N-D-E-R-Y. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's Col- designating Colander a... punching area. Right, sure. What I can't wait for is Alice's map to go on Instagram and then within about 20 minutes, a listener to have made an incredible thing on like a computer with Photoshop and it's really deep. There may be a 3D one that you can go inside. Don't That'd be say like that. A whole virtual tour. I've worked really hard on it. <laughs> Giselle was having her way with a burly colander puncher and the visored Helga was coming in her best Scottish accent. <laughs> Sorry. Who was? What? So many people at this orgy. This is the yeah. largest orgy we've ever had. It's a lot of people. Helga was coming in her best Scottish accent. Right, so what's American, Dutch, Scottish? It's <laughs> a lot of accents. It was a heave-ho of bodies and moisture. That's oh. an orgy. That's a great description of an orgy. But where in the devil's wasp nest <gasps> was made? <gasps> Alice! Stop it! Alice! Stop! Alice! Where is she? Belinda blinked. What the no, fuck? No, no. What That's the flying the end oh of the chapter. <laughs> where is the golden pan? <gasps> James is nearly choked. Hang on, the fucking safe's been opened. (gasps) The blueprints are in there. The graph paper blueprints! He cast them aside. He didn't really care. Oh, my God. Shit! And they're all just fucking. Oh, my God. As John Monson would say. It's still not quite the reveal, though. Yeah, but like everybody else is like. No, but the next chapter could be like, oh, there she is. (laughs) (laughs) She's under that welder. Oh my god, yeah. Maeve! Maeve! So we actually might find out who the special one is next chapter. Oh my god. Fucking hell. That was great. So wait, everybody else is accounted for? Well, we just heard that, that yeah, Helga was coming in a best Scottish accent. Giselle was with the colander puncher. Um, Bella's got three cocks in her mouth. Yeah, Neil McDuff, George Washington. No, sorry, <laughs> George Washington. George, ha- George Hamilton, George Washington. George Harrison. George Macintosh. <laughs> And Spooner and Belinda was on Slint's face. Um, do you want to know what the next chapter's called? Oh, it- God. Yeah. The last chapter of mm. Belinda Blinked for <laughs> oh is The Wicked Ish Bish. <gasps> what? The Wicked Ish Bish. That's good. That's oh bloody good. God. I don't really know what it means. <laughs> I could see in your eyes. You were confused. I thought it was going to be called Maeve is the special one or something. No, the Wicked-ish. Yeah, no, I bish. heard, yeah. Ooh. So, join us next week for the last episode of My Dad Right Porno Season 4. Yeah, now's the time to get your final bets in. Who mm. do you think the special one is? We may not find out next week, but like, here's hoping. Oh, come on, we're finding out. This is the closest we've ever been to a reveal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fingers crossed. And we're going to do a listening party next week for the finale. Yes, of course. So, how do people take part in that? So, 8 p.m. GMT around the world. Everyone presses play at the same time. So, they will have to save it. Well, you know how some people get together and like have parties and make dinner together and listen to the episode together? Yeah, so save it for the evening. Mm. We'll all get on Twitter at Dad Wrote a Porno and we'll figure this out together. Will we find out? Are you going to cook for us? No. 
Oh. <laughs> Great. Um, in the meantime, please do get in touch with us and be on Twitter for the listening party, of course. It's at Dad Wrote a Porno. Instagram is My Dad Wrote A. Uh, we're on Facebook, as always. You can email us, mydadwroteporno at gmail.com. We've got a website, mydadwroteporno.com, if you want to sign up for the mailing list. And thank you to Acast for hosting, as always. I mean, there's only really one way to sign off this week. I think we're all on the same page, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Song sheets at the ready. <laughs> G for gin, T for tonic. Our six titties are supersonic! When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.